Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I am here with Sarah. Do I have to sing my name? <laughs> no, but you know how my mom was here yesterday? Yes. When we were driving to breakfast and she was like, I just love when you start singing random things in the podcast. I do too. <laughs> as long as you're the one singing, not me. I know. I don't even notice when I'm doing it, but eh. So for all of you listening, I just said to Sarah before we started, I was like, hey, you want to try and record while the construction guys are at lunch? <laughs> Which go backwards six weeks was hey you want to try and record while the puppy's sleeping and like fast forward and it's gonna be like hey you want to try and knock this out while baby's sleeping so if we start to speak really quickly or (laughs) if we start to whisper in the future you'll know why that's right it's just so funny how it never whether I'm recording an episode by myself or I'm recording an episode with you It is never straightforward where it's just like, oh, time to record a podcast. Yeah. Let's just do this as we normally would. No stress. Yeah. No, because the dog has to be elsewhere. And these days we can't have the table saw going in the background. There was woodpeckers here yesterday. Right. Multiple varieties of woodpeckers pecking on the office. It was at first I thought it was a mouse, but then it was very clearly distinctly a woodpecker. But we do have a underground mouse. We do. Luckily. Yes. Underground. Right. Exactly. Not in the office. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's happening around here. We have a bunch of questions and somebody's going to win something today. And even though, you know, I actually need to look up what the price is of this because I think this is a pretty sweet giveaway. Yeah. This is a $60 product. It's awesome. That we're giving away today. We are giving away a bottle of Mood Plus, because we were just talking about this like last week or the week before, how this is like magic. It really is. I know. Like Sarah says that with this just like peaceful, blissed out mm-hmm. look on her face, because it gives you this peaceful, blissed out feeling. It does. Yeah. yeah. Without making you like tired or foggy. Yeah, not at all. So it's totally natural, right? It is um, when we talk about ingredients, ashwagandha, which is a natural adaptogen that helps with mood as well as focus, which is probably one of the reasons I really love it. Um, Stress management, that sort of stuff. It also has Rafuma, which is a plant that helps to increase levels of serotonin or that feel-good chemical. And Magnolia Bark, which gives that feeling of calmness, but very, very specifically without drowsiness. Um, And it also, uh, the Magnolia Bark also helps with adrenal function. And for a lot of people who are chronically stressed, we just tax the heck out of our adrenals. And I think that's why we always talk about the stress resilience piece of it, because if we're improving the capacity of our adrenals, then we just feel 
more equipped to handle stress. So that's what today's winner is getting. The ingredients in Mood Plus have been shown to decrease anger. I've noticed it takes the edge off. Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As well as decreasing feelings of sadness and decreasing stress pretty significantly by up to 70%. Seven zero. So it's super easy to win, you guys. All you have to do, and I'll put this in the show notes, you either leave a rating and review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, or you leave a rating and review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon, or you post on Facebook and Instagram, Facebook or Instagram, tag me with like an episode that you're listening to or an episode that you love. That's it. That's all you got to do. And we will announce today's winner at the end of the show. Okay, well, we got questions. What you got for me? All right. It says, I know that if you, for example, think you're an emotional eater, that is what you're going to live like. But what if you really are? And what about being stubborn? Like, is that a characteristic that is really you or what? Can you really change everything you want? Or is it sometimes you need to just adapt or I'm sorry, accept that that is who you are? So I really relate to this because... I identified as an emotional eater, as a stress eater, as a binge eater for a really long time. So I get it when somebody says, well, what if that is really what you are? What if that is really who you are? The most important distinction is that what you choose is not who you are, you know? Just because I ate to distract myself from emotions and I ate as a really dysfunctional and quite frankly, non-coping strategy for emotions for 20 plus years, that's not who I am. I am not an emotional eater, even if I eat emotionally, you know? That distinction, I think, really, really matters. That what we choose and our patterns of behavior, they're not who we are. They're just a, a pattern that we have established, And this is no different than, you know, when somebody says, oh, I'm not a morning person. I've never once gotten up the first time my alarm goes off. I set 17 alarms and I'm the queen of snooze. Okay, but that's not who you are, right? You are you separate from the things that you choose. So when I say to people like, well, if you say you're an emotional eater, then you're kind of giving yourself that permission and you're creating that pattern in your own belief system. You're instructing yourself in that way. That doesn't mean I don't think you have eaten in response to emotions before, right? So we're not saying that it only works if you don't have that pattern of behavior. I'm sure you probably do have that pattern of behavior when you say, I'm stubborn, I'm an emotional eater, I lash out when I'm angry, or whatever it is. What you do, what you choose is not who you are. The question is really interesting because it says, can you change everything you want? Well, I mean, you can't change the length of your bones, right? Which I know seems like a silly thing to say, but like your height. At a certain age, you're just not going to get taller. And so with regard to that, yeah. We kind of have to accept that, wear heels or whatever. But when it comes to choices, that is different because I was not a morning person ever and I chose to become a person who gets up when my alarm gets off, goes off just by, by pattern, by habit, by repetition. There is not anything 
that you have repeatedly chosen that you can't choose differently. And the example I often give with this is, okay, so if you're stubborn, let's think about the kinds of things you're stubborn about. Oh, well, you know, when I say something, even if I realize I'm wrong, I'm not going to come back and say, I'm sorry, like it's done, let's move on. But I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that's going to come back and apologize. Okay, well, would you do it if I gave you a million dollars? Sure would. There you go. You can change your patterns of choice, no matter what they are. No matter if you've been like that since you were a kid. I was not a morning person since I was a kid. I would sneak food since I was four or five years old, and I am still free to change that. So yes, there are some things that we have to accept, like our height. But things that we have control over, our choices, we just need more repetitions. We need more practice at the change we want to create. Makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And I was, I, it felt like I was learning as I'm listening to you, which is so awesome for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I know so many people can learn too, but this is really helpful for me too. Well, you know, it's kind of like one thing that I am learning to change is how I operate in social situations. Because if you know me, if you've been around me, I'm good one-on-one -on -one, or even like in a real small group, but put me in like a room with a bunch of people. Sarah's seen this firsthand. I am a wallflower to the extreme. Like I just don't naturally through pattern feel very comfortable. So I kind of like distance myself or I'll stay really connected to somebody that I know. Like if I go someplace with the boyfriend and there's a lot of people there, I'm not naturally going to branch out. But that's not who I am. That's just the pattern of behavior that I practice the most. So that just means that I get to go into those situations now knowing that how I've been before, even if it's 36 years before, does not in any way limit who I can be. In fact, was it last year that I went to that Christmas party dressed up in a llama onesie? Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember <laughs> texting you like, am I really doing this? Is this happening right now? Now, I am not the kind of person who goes to like a swanky Christmas party where people are in dresses or in and suits wearing a blinking llama <laughs> onesie. But I did because I'm not limited by the fact that I've been a wallflower for 30 years. I'm not limited by the fact that I don't particularly love to socialize and be gregarious in in social situations, but I can be. It's just a matter of choice and deliberate practice. And probably too, just accepting that you might be a little bit uncomfortable. Right. Because again, it comes down to, do you want to grow? Do you want to remain the same? If I want to remain the same, then I just keep doing what feels most natural because it's the thing I've done the most. But if I want to change then I get to be different. So even like it's CrossFit open season, right? So Friday night lights, there's tons of people at the gym. I can go in there and behave the way I usually have in the past, which is kind of to hang back, stick to the people that I know really well, not like literally stick to them, right? But just kind of isolate myself um, in that way. Or I can go into it and say, today I am choosing to talk to five people that I don't know or to learn three things about three people that I didn't know before. It is a practice, whether we're talking about emotional eating, whether we're talking about stubbornness, whether we're talking about being quick to anger or being an introvert. It doesn't really matter. So interesting. 
Okay. This next question is, how do I push myself to get to my goal? So I have so many thoughts about this, and I will narrow it down to the few that I think are the most powerful. Number one is, and we talked about this, I think it was on one of the recent coaching webinars that I do every week with the 12 Weeks to Transformation. You have to have clarity and certainty about why that goal matters. Too many people are really clear on the goal and the tactical things that they feel like they should be doing to get that. So like, I want to get out of debt. I need to stick to my budget. I need to spend less. I need to cut expenses, whatever it is. Or I want to lose weight, so I need to eat cleaner and I need to stop having sugar at night or whatever it is. But that kind of reigns dominant in our minds as opposed to the why. And for anybody who has something in their life that they're like, I want to be doing more. I should be doing more. This matters to me. What in the world is wrong with me? I would bet that your driving force is not dominant in your mind. And that is an intentional practice and strategy. So for example, lately, I have not been sleeping well, right? So when the alarm goes off in the morning, the last thing I want to do is get out in the cold, in the dark, and be in the office at 6.15. Does, I, like, I much rather would lay in bed, watch TV for a couple of hours, and, you know, mosey my way out here around 9. The reason that I don't is not discipline. The reason that I get up and I get out is not because I'm just this exceptionally motivated human being. It is because I am incredibly intentional about why that level of work ethic and that focus and that consistency is so important to me. It's not because I say, oh, I'm not going to hit snooze and I start work at this time. It's the why that is so prominent in my mind that I want total time freedom for my life, that I want to help people create freedom in their own lives, that I want financial freedom in my own life, oftentimes that's the like, the background thought, you know, that I could pull out of you if we sat down together, but you are not intentional about putting it first and foremost. You know, if you say you want to go to the gym every week, you want to go to the gym three times a week and you feel like you're not doing it, It's probably because you're leading with the should. I should work out. I should be more disciplined. I should be healthier. But you're not leading with, you're not cultivating, you're not keeping top of mind that why. Why do I want to do this? What is going to be better about my life when I create consistency here? What am I going to do or have or be or feel that I don't have now? And In almost every single person I know who is struggling, they are not being intentional about bringing their mind, bringing their effort, bringing their heart and their passion to developing and building that why, that drive every single day. And I honestly think that's the difference between people who are happy workers and happy achievers and people who are going through life like, oh my God, this kind of sucks. Oh my gosh, I don't really feel like it. You have to have that why be huge. You have to not only be clear on it, but you have to train yourself to bring your attention to it, not once a month, not when things are tough, but every damn day, multiple times a day. 
I am thinking every single day, multiple times a day about my financial goals and why they matter to me and what I'm here trying to do, about the impact I want to have with Primal Potential and why that matters, that has to be bigger than everything else. It has to be bigger than the desire for discipline. It has to be bigger than all of the frustrations. It has to be bigger than all of the excuses. And if it's not, you'll struggle. The other piece of it is focusing on the day you're in. Sometimes we try to solve these problems like how do I push myself more globally? You know, the overall strategies. I should do more of these things and less of these things. Let's make it very specific to today. What can you do today that's another level compared to yesterday? And this is one of the things I work on constantly inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation is are you focused on what you can do to create this today? Are you focused on what the solution looks like for you today? And those are game changers. I feel like these questions today are speaking to me. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I promise that was not intentional. That was not intentional at all. Okay. Are values and standards the same thing? For example, I just finished your book for the second time and I texted my friend and said, new standard, never quit on a bad day. But my values are things like honesty, kindness, integrity, discipline. What's the difference though? What are your thoughts? So some of this is semantics, right? What you call a value, what I call a value, what you call a standard, what what I call a standard. And big picture, I don't think it really matters, you know? Um, I think it's a great, great question. That's not what I mean, but If you use those terms kind of interchangeably, I think that's fine because what really matters is are you executing against them every single day, right? I agree that I have a lot of values um, in terms of kindness, in terms of honest communication. I have values like that, but then I also have standards that I hold myself to that are a little bit different. Like one of the standards that I've shared a lot that was a huge part of my journey in in losing a lot of weight was like the golden rules of carbs and fat loss. Doesn't mean that I never had ice cream or I never had popcorn at the movie theater, but that was like a standard that I held myself to. But I wouldn't call the golden rules a value of mine, right? Because for example, now in pregnancy, my values haven't changed, but I'm not following those golden rules right now, you know? My values remain the same, but standards change. Um, I also think too that standards can flex with seasons of life, but values generally don't. So I used to have a standard of being up at 4.30 every single morning. That was a standard. It wasn't a value, though. I think discipline is a value for me, but the specificity of standards can kind of flex with seasons of life or individual goals. Um, You know, one of my standards is eating when I'm hungry and not eating when I'm not hungry. That's not a value. Health is a value to me. So if we were to really get nuanced, and again, I think ultimately it doesn't really matter how you label them as long as you're living by them and they're working for you. If we were to get nuanced, I would say that standards are more specific and they can change. And values are often more general and more fixed. They aren't likely to change in different seasons of life or with different goals. Those are my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, My knees hurt. I'm 80 pounds overweight, but my doctor told me I should exercise. I'm working two jobs and I'm in graduate school full time. I'm barely getting seven hours of sleep as it is. What can I do? 
So I've been really straightforward about in my own journey. When, when I weighed over 350 pounds, I did not start with exercise. And I think that's great for me. And I think that can be great for many. And I also think that if people do start with exercise, that's totally fine too. But if, if you're at a place where you're like, I don't feel ready for that or I don't have time for that, that's fine. We do want to tackle health though. So I always come at things from what can you do with your knee pain and your two jobs and your school, you can eat better, right? You absolutely can eat better. And even if seven hours of sleep is all the sleep that you can get, which is a decent amount of sleep, that's not something that would be like a red flag for me, you can get better quality sleep by keeping your phone out of your room, by blacking out your room, by lowering the temperature, things like that. So we have to focus on what you can do and what you're willing to do. Your health is a priority, right? 80 pounds overweight, that's a priority. Leading to knee pain or knee pain that's independent but certainly affected by your weight, we can do something about that in the time that you have. I did not start with exercise. I think it's fine not to. I also think your doctor's being responsible by recommending exercise to anybody regardless of their weight and regardless of their pain. They just want you to be healthy, so they're going to make recommendations. We don't have to do everything all at once. The other thing I want to mention here is that there is a big difference between movement and exercise. So just because you don't have time for, quote unquote, exercise, you don't have time for a 20-minute workout, you don't have time to get to the gym, we all have time for more movement. When you're studying, you're reading, you're listening to a lecture from class, stand up, walk, you know? Um, When you're running errands, little things like parking further away, as cliche as they seem, more movement is available to all of us and we can separate movement and exercise, all right? I, again, think it's totally fine if you don't begin with exercise, but you can prioritize more movement. Stand up while you watch TV. That was one of the things I did is I used to watch, especially during football season, at the time I would work a lot um, on the weekends. This was before Primal Potential. And I would just sit at my desk in my home office um, and I would work and watch football for like six, seven hours. Well, I just changed it to be standing or walking slowly on a treadmill. And when I mean walking slowly, I mean really slowly, like not for the sake of walking, but just for the sake of moving at like 0.5 miles per hour, which is truly barely moving. So focus on some more movement when you can. There are going to be some days where you can get that in and some days where you can't. But start focusing on things like the nutritional improvements and and the quality of sleep and different things like that. It looks like this is our last question here. I was wondering if you had any suggestions for adult acne. Can it be cured through, through one's diet? So I will be the first to say that I am not in any way, shape, or form a skincare expert, okay? caveat for everybody. I don't play one on the internet. My expertise is for sure not in skincare. However, there are a couple of things. When I saw this question, there were two things that I immediately thought of that are contributors to acne at any age. One is inflammation and the other is bacteria, okay? Inflammation, when we're talking about acne, often comes from Uh, things that we're sensitive to that we're introducing into our diet or into our lifestyle. So uh, lifestyle-wise, it could be 
the the detergent you use on your clothes. If you're mildly sensitive to it and it can cause a little bit of inflammation on the surface of the skin, that can lead to skin challenges. Um, from a diet standpoint, if I were struggling with acne, if this was me, the fact that I'm not a skincare expert, I would do an elimination diet. So I would cut out dairy, corn, wheat, gluten, soy, all of the, you know, you can Google elimination diet and there's like a few big categories of food, sugar, um, caffeine, things like that. And I would do that, all of those eliminations for say two to three weeks and see what happens, see if there's an improvement. And if there was an improvement, then what elimination diets teach you to do is you add in those categories one by one very slowly to see like, is there something that triggers the return of the issue? In this case, the return of the acne. So I would do that process with the elimination diet. If it didn't seem to make a difference, then I might do some allergy testing with my healthcare provider. And then in terms of the bacteria side of things, I would really get serious about my microbiome. I would, because a lot of times, obviously, it's a pathogenic bacteria that become um, an issue with acne. And so we want to make sure, it's not always that we eliminate the bacteria, um, but we can outnumber the pathogenic bacteria compared to the healthy bacteria. So I would be really taking seriously pumping those healthy bacteria into the body just to create... Um, a different balance. Instead of more pathogenic bacteria than those good healthy bacteria, I would um, supplement so that there's just more of the good than there is of the bad. So I would really dial up supplementation of good bacteria and take it from there and see if that, if that makes a difference as well. The microbiome is a huge part of skin health and a lot of people overlook that. And if you're wondering why I just sounded distracted, there's a guy at the door and we're both waving, no, you can't come in right now. So he came in. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really don't understand. Shaking head, no. Yeah, shaking head, anything, no, waving my hands. <laughs> he comes in anyway. Takes all kinds around here. You just never know what you're going to get. We need those. I was just going to say we need those like do not disturb signs, but we just gave them and he came in anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so thanks send you a bill. No worries. Um, but yeah, I would do an elimination diet. If I wasn't seeing anything there, I might do some allergy testing with a healthcare provider. Um, but either way, I would definitely get very serious about probiotic supplementation to create a different balance of the good bacteria versus the bad bacteria, because those bad bacteria cause all sorts of skin conditions, not just acne. Yeah. Oh, now that we got through that with only one very obvious and direct interruption. Oh, gosh. I hope that was something good. I know. Me too. Whatever that was. I hope it was really good. Um, he left something on the floor. So whatever. Anyway, today's winner gets a bottle of Mood, which, again, is like a $60. That's the retail. Yes. But it's it's worth it. It's so worth it. And I, I will say this. I don't take it every day. So even a lot of people be like, oh, $60. But because I maybe take it a few times a week, I feel like it 
lasts a long time and it's totally worth it. Same with me. I love knowing that I have some. Yeah. And I probably take it like maybe two or three times a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it lasts. Oh, absolutely. For sure. I think I've been taking it a little bit more in pregnancy than than before. Um, but yeah, I do love it. So that is going to go to, and we'll also link to it in the show notes, which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 673. But the winner today is somebody who left a review on the podcast, very specifically to the episode we did on systems. And it, their screen name on Apple Podcast is Jude's Touch. Jude's Touch said that the Systems podcast is one that they'll be listening to often. This person says, I just retired and need to figure out something system-wise that works with both daily stuff and big projects. And uh, they're working through all the questions. There was a ton of questions in the episode. So all you got to do, Jude's Touch, is email Sarah at primalpotential.com, S-A-R-A-H at primalpotential.com. Within the next 60 days, let Sarah know that you were a winner and we will get your bottle of Mood Plus out in the mail. We love answering your questions. We do. Yeah. So fun. I know. And like I said, I'm, I'm learning with you guys. So keep them coming. All you got to do to submit a question is go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. So your first stop can be over at the show notes um, if you want to check out Mood Plus and then go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox if you have questions or even just topics. You don't even have to have a specific question like could you talk about blah, blah, blah. We totally will. We've talked about everything. Somebody asked me if I believed in Jesus or something. Yeah, I remember that. was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. All right. What are you doing this weekend? This weekend, I'll be doing a lot of work, and I'm really going to try hard to go for a hike somewhere. Mm, That sounds nice. So, yeah, fingers crossed for some more sunshine. I know. I was going to say, is it supposed to be nice? I have no idea. I know. We've had a lot of rain here. Yes. What about you? I Next weekend, I leave for California, so I think this weekend is just like be around the house, dog training, football, although the Pats don't play until Monday night, so. Thank you for that. You're very welcome. (laughs) I am officially Sarah's reminder for when the Patriots play because I think story. you missed like the first three games of the season. Uh, yeah. Last yeah. week was the first one I watched. That's because you texted me. <laughs> so I thank did. you. <laughs> I was like, this is your one hour warning. Yes. They're playing tonight. Eastern time. Too funny. Um, yeah. So I think there'll just be um, some work around the house, training the dog and getting ahead on some stuff because I leave for California next weekend and then I come back and I go to Oregon for Ascend. Yeah, that's exciting. I know. And then I come back and I go to Costa Rica because I want a trip. I know. I want a trip and the boyfriend gets to come. That's so exciting. Because I want a trip for two. That's great. I know. So I'm very, very excited. Time is going to fly by. All right. You guys make this weekend amazing. We'll talk to you soon. Send us your questions and we'll answer them next Saturday. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey Houston, Con's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next-day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building it. Visit Cons today and find out what invincible feels like.